All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Professional Insights Podcast, uh, Season 2, Episode 39. Uh, coming at you live from our houses during COVID-19. <laughs> My gosh, is like stuck. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh, this is amazing. Josh yeah. Bond is there, but frozen on our screen. I love it. <laughs> that looks hilarious. Well, that's Josh Bond down there. I'm going to take a screenshot of this just for shits and giggles. That's amazing. I love it. That's a good, that's a good card. There's a business card for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So here's the funny part. We're going to address questions about virtual signings with Josh Bond. Um, Something but, tells me he hasn't worked out the kinks to his technology to be able to do these virtual signings. Right, right. You can't do them from the cottage, apparently. But the rest of us have experience. Are you doing virtual signings yet, Curry? Uh, we are. So it's kind of funny. I used to always joke that, uh, you know, Sun Life's a very old company. It's, I mean, you got to remember, Sierra Smith Finance has a contract with Sun Life, right? Yeah. So, um, and that's our main brokerage and what have you. And they've... Uh, very old company, I think 1853, if I'm not mistaken, um, Canadian company. Uh, but as most financial institutions, technology really lags uh, yeah. from a DocuSign or e-signature perspective. I mean, like, I mean, I remember going through Trevor for both of my uh, when when I had my rental property and also my primary residence. Um, you know, being able to do it all over an iPad with a, with, with a tap, you know, and just sure. getting approval. Um, it is amazing how quickly the technology has advanced in literally weeks. We're, because, we were, of because of COVID. We were yeah. expecting to have um, all this technology by the end of Q4 um, of 2020. We now can do DocuSign on anything like a nominee related nominee um accounts that are brokerage accounts um so that's kind of interesting uh and all done within weeks yeah all done within weeks it isn't that amazing i think that's the best part of all of this is like we we literally had probably 40 percent of our lenders out there that did not accept electronic signatures and you know we we're probably looking at another two three years before it was going to happen all of a sudden covid hits the lockdown happens and you know 100 percent everybody's using it now and when did it start for everybody bringing in for the banks like how long ago after March uh, 11th? you know what it kind of trickled in it trickled in uh you know march into april so with this starting over march break it, yeah some some lenders started to say hey you know what we'll consider it uh, by the end of March and then there's yeah by end of March and then once once April hit I pretty much everybody came on board and the only thing that they've turned around and said for us from our perspective is to what Josh alluded to in the last episode that he's going to talk about now is uh, wet signature so we're being told okay we can get an e-signature from somebody on a document but the documents that they're signing for me are going to end up getting shipped to Josh and Josh is going to do a wet signature on those for the clients. Yeah. So in, in, in our world, what we've done to, to just kind of work around this uh, pandemic is, so we've 
some of them we can email them the documents right and they're pretty savvy they can print them out you know and uh, but some people do, one don't want to do that don't want to deal with their resources don't want to deal with the headache of that um and they don't have the ability a lot to print. A lot of it's legal size paper, though. Yeah, like legal size paper, pain in the ass. Yep, that's what I mean. So what? It sucks. I hate it. I hate the legal size. If it's just all eight and a half by uh, by eleven, would be golden. That's the big problem with the. What if it was all eight and a half by fourteen? It'd be perfect. So what we so you redo what we do in the alternative is we just cre- <laughs> create a package for the client to come and pick up. So it's very limited interaction. They pick the package up and then uh, on some platform, be it FaceTime, WhatsApp, uh, Zoom. Um, this is this is a new platform. This is the interesting for me. part. You've got to actually witness them through Zoom, Correct. signing the paper in front of them, right? Yeah. Really? So it's we're having the conversation. I'm up on the camera right now. Now we're signing something. Correct. So I have to lower it down for you to see it yeah. to then go back to this. Either that or. The way we are right now, Trev, I'm watching your arm, and then immediately after, you hold the document up and show me the wet signature. Okay. Now, when you do that, Josh, do you sign the witness line after? Yes. To say that you did witness, even though you didn't do it? Yeah. So when you get the paper back, you can sign it. Yeah. So then what I have to do after that is I have to go back into the office. The client drops the document off. I got to go back into the office, and I put my wet signature beside the client's wet signature. Okay, so here's a question for you, Josh. Normally, you can get a file closed very, very quickly. Yep. How much time is this wet signature virtual signing adding? Is it adding a day, possibly a couple of days to being able to get something closed? In our in our business, it, it all depends. I mean, Jeff's a pretty big, probably our one of our largest, if not our largest referral source. So Jeff calls me. We do what we can, right? Like, you know what I mean? It, it, you've got to got that, that ranking. Um, so time but doesn't really become... So at the end of the day, like all I'm getting at is it's still well, taking more time to make it happen, the, right? The problem, so, for example, with me and Dan, I have to do all the signing with him alone. So me, the Josh, face-to-face, Zoom, deliver it to Dan, and then Dan would have to do the exact same thing. So that basically doubles the time range. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's both. Yeah, so something you can't get instructions on a file in the morning and close it by end of day, like you norm you could. Worst case scenario, right? Not ideal, but we know that we have quick closings that happen like that. Quick closings can't happen like that right now. I'd say minimum three days, Trev, because okay, that's good to know. Like with a virtual, I don't have anything rush coming up. Like everything for us, again, it's it's in the pipeline. It's there. It's it's coming. Um, actually we'll take this, this offline. I'm curious if you've got one, uh, one of my clients files, if you've got the instructions already. Okay. Well, ask me in the, yeah, but so, I mean, it, it's, it's so much more work. I mean, from, from our perspective, um, I, I would say I can do a sale file with no, without any bells and whistles. You know, I like to talk with the clients. I get, I like to get to know them. But start the finished yep. meeting with the client. I can do a sale file in ten minutes. Right now, if I was, yeah. I was so doing it is more efficient. Yeah, yeah. So I find it's a little bit quicker going through it because that small check because we're trying to get it done to, to consume you like that. So you can expedite it a little bit. Correct. But it's still 
typically would be more time consuming. It's definitely more time consuming, Jeff, except for people like you are seasoned. You know the documents. We've been through them. You know what I mean? I don't know how many times, but I'm thoroughly explaining the documents to every person and and they're kind of fumbling, you know, between the documents. I'm not there to go this one, right? Or that one. So, I mean, it's a normal sale file takes me about 20 minutes to go through. Nowadays, it's roughly about 40. So double. On top of that, it's funny with, with, with my, in my industry, if someone uh, signs, if we do a Zoom meeting, then we have to do a wet signature for an insurance application. I have to email them the PDF. They have to print off the PDF, yeah. sign it, and then send, scan it back to me. I then have to print it off and then sign it and date it if it's a different date and just go and have to put an asterisk beside it. This date is different due to COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, you know, application was done over Zoom. Yeah. I put signed by virtual appointment under my signature just so that right. anyone that I'm, I'm doing that because a big thing in our industry is that um, the law society is a little bit archaic, right? I mean, it's uh, traditionally an old boys club and they're they're accustomed to doing things a certain way. So they've never recognized any commissioning of affidavits or swearing oaths that are done before us. It says that it's done in the presence of. So now they don't know how to interpret in the presence of. So it's it's right now been subject to interpretation before all this happened, whether we can do uh, commissioning of documents through an online platform, because I'm, I'm, I'm physically not there, but I'm watching everything that you gentlemen do. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the, I think it's just keeping up with the time. So I, I, I think one silver lining out of all of this is I think somebody, an entity like the law society is going to say, you know what, this isn't that bad of a thing. As long as it's done properly, we've got to confirm the identification. So what I have people do is they, I have them send me a photocopy of their ID. If I don't know them, Jeff, I mean, you know what I mean? Send me your. You've already got it on file. Correct. <laughs> you know, send me a. Oh, we got to bring the ID every time. Well, yeah, because because the expiry dates, right? <laughs> but send me a photocopy of the ID, and then when I'm I'm meeting with you, you actually have to, you know, for the fraud protection, hold the ID up, and then I cross reference uh, the ID that I have on. Hey, see, this is the interesting part. Like Royal Page Real Estate, I think we might be ahead of the curve. We've been doing DocuSign for uh, two and a half years. Yeah, and. The, the interesting part is you send it, you have to consent to electronic signature right away. So the, the person doing it consents to it. Yeah. But then you have the witness pages on the agreement of purchase and sale, and you see witnesses right there. We're instructed not to sign that. Yeah. Because okay, we're not told to do a Zoom and watch That's and right. all that. And nor you should you, it. Jeff. Yeah, because you do electronic consent. But the, the difference with us is, and this is where I find it, it could be a little bit of an issue potentially, we get that whole package in a PDF. We sign it all. It's consented to. It's automatically emailed, so nothing's been changed. So, say you watch it, you're sitting there watching it, and you, you know you can say you saw me put the signature on that, and then I go pass it to you. You could easily switch papers because you're not sure you're getting the same one that was signed. You know, so that's where the DocuSign's there to protect it. Yeah. Because there is so many legalities with issues. Well, that no matter what's finally done, you get a PDF copy when you're done. And all parties that signed anything get the finished copyright there, and it shows you the day it was signed and everywhere it was signed. And, so and let's be honest, Law Society's not doing it. I think you just started doing it, right, Trevor? About six months ago, eight months ago. No, you know what? I've used. Uh, I signed up through Ryan. Got me hooked up last year. 
So I've been using DocuSign for over a year now. Um, but the neat thing or something to note about DocuSign is, is when you go through it, you actually have those uh, certificates. So it actually marks the person's IP address when they yeah. signed the document yeah. and all like it's it's pretty pretty deep concrete in case it gets to mitigation basically yeah see the difficulty yeah, for us is we have an audit trail we have to wit we actually have to say that we're witnessing that signature yeah because of in the presence of yeah because when you're when you're swearing an affidavit i'm the one i'm i'm the one that they're trusting saying that i'm putting my signature here saying that i watched that person swear to the truth of this this statement so then you'll have to thoroughly go through it when you get it handed back to you. Yeah, that there's no changes. That's right. Hundred yeah. percent. I do that on all my documents. So, but I mean, I, I think it's a. I've, I've been full disclosure. I've been doing it since I moved to to St. Catharines, so 2013, because I had clients up up in Timmins, right? So I mean, it's only with only with clients that I knew. So I mean, you know, Jeff Curry. Lindy, like, I mean, I know you guys are who you are. I know your spouses, right? Like, I mean, it's yeah. the whole thing behind this is fraud, right? Yeah. It's a fraud protection. So I, I've got no concern with my mom that I'm on this watching her sign the document, right? Because I know it's my mother, right? Well, and I think that's and the thing. Yeah. This is the benefit that's going to come out of it. Even, the, even like I said, Sun Life has, was very archaic with its technology, and it's still trying to adapt. Like I had yeah. an argument with with them before. Like uh, we had uh, thir you know third party authorization and third party fraud, like anti money money laundering, exposed foreign person. Uh, we went from uh, just requiring the driver's license. Now I had an in person meeting, so I was fine. It was the client's request. But now you've got people that are turning around and going. Um, uh, I now need to do. I now need to do dual authentic authentication, uh, two pieces of ID. Even though we're having a Zoom meeting, even though I can see yep. your face, I still like. It's just kind of like. But this is. What's the difference? There's just a computer between the two of us. There is no difference. So no. These 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 associations are like they are very archaic, and they just. I hope this is a good thing in the sense that this is gonna force people because what you're going to see you're going to see a lot of head offices sell off real estate space in downtown toronto after this because they yeah. they are paying tens of thousands of dollars a month on parking on heat hydro lights rent you name it the commercial real estate is yeah. going to get hammered because you're everyone's like wait a second they're not they're not 25 percent production level they're maybe at 75, 80% production level, but that's COVID related. That has nothing really to do with the capabilities of the individual. And I think you're going to get a lot of lawyers, a lot of financial advisors, a lot of bankers, um, you know, mortgage specialists, that kind of stuff starts. Some healthcare. Healthcare. Telehealth is really exposed. You know, it's. Look at the NFL draft they just did. They did it all from home. Fabulous. Another thing. Well, the NFL coaches are like, well, maybe I don't have to do 18 hours a day. I can see my family. I can do stuff from home, you know? Like, it's, it's such a game changer in so many ways that it's making people more efficient, right? Yeah. I think it's a huge thing. Productivity is up a lot. In a lot of industries right now, people are realizing that the fear that productivity would go down because people were working from home is, in fact, 
up. Yeah, they, they were incorrect in making those assumptions. And, and, and you hire well, the, the right beautiful people, thing. you pay them well. And, they're gonna they're gonna and here's produce. the thing too. Pipe the, the yes, people's pipeline, like all of us are reduced in pipeline capability. That's yep. COVID related. That has nothing to do with the fact that we don't want to work or we're not working. Yeah, correct. It, it has everything to do with the, the, the time that we're in right now. The actually turnaround time is quicker. Production, you know, like, but- For certain things in my Same world, with mine, yeah. but the reason why I'm not quicker on other things is purely because the systems that I operate in are completely archaic. That's why. Yeah. 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 Are you, you nailed it right on the head though, Brandon. I think, you know, optimistic josh you know what i mean at the end of june when we're through the bulk of this i think the one industry that is not going to be uh, or going to come back is going to be the commercial uh, real estate. yeah it's going to get hit pretty hard because i think a lot of people yeah. are going to start investing even though it's a huge capital cost invest into technology and yep. make that initial investment and save hundreds of thousands of dollars well, a year on rent like Royal LePage NRC right now, they've been reducing their offices because it's so much bricks and mortar, right? The lease costs are, are, are crazy. And most agents now are working from home and have been for a while. It's more convenient. And, yep. you know, it's just easier. So so now we're having satellite satellite uh, yep. offices, you know? So one place where you can meet a client for, for face-to-face, but no longer they're going to need 15,000 square feet. They'll be able to well, do it in 1,000 square feet, Sunlight's right? reducing all of their... Uh... You're going to have satellite offices, which are going to be training centers and tons and tons of meeting rooms. Other than that, there will be no advisors aren't going to be renting square footage. See, the interesting thing is because we, I've been doing this for a while now, and like the, the DocuSign was great because I used to have to legally drive all the way to Hamilton if I had a client there to get an initial and then drive all the way back. And that's what you had to do. 100%. You know, you, you can't fake an initial, you can't do any of that stuff. And you have to do that. So I'm like, okay, this is great. I can do that. And you have the potential to take on way more clients at a time, which, you you know, the more clients you got, everybody knows in this business, the more fires you kind of put out, yeah. right? So your stress level goes up quite a bit because your productivity is, is a lot more efficient. And it's, it's crazy because the offsuit is how much stress you get on, on top of that because you just, it's real time. The demand for I need it now. I need it now. I want the offer now. I need it now. You know, and, and it's time sensitive, so people can throw it in. Like in Toronto, the Toronto agents are sending people down. They never even see the house, and they'll throw in an offer. They'll do a DocuSign from someone around yep. here. It's crazy. See the caveat so with it, us. There's good and bad. The caveat with us is, it's it's only temporary grant, temporarily permitted right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know but what? It's I gonna think it's gonna have lasting effects from this though hopefully uh, like granted you know, I, well, it's gonna load the commercial josh i can see like the the first nats the tds of the world that didn't allow it that are allowing it right now as long as you get a wet signature on those documents i can see uh moving forward that they they could potentially revert back to because they're saying this is temporary measures only yep so well knows? for our commercial financing with ben they said ryan said we can do uh docusign now for the commitment, the mortgage commitment. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was Never talking did. to him yesterday about it. He's like, oh, we could have done it for a while. I'm like, what? Like, I've been running around like a chicken's head cut off in signatures. Like, <laughs> just DocuSign it. doesn't make sense. Pain in the ass. And the best thing about the DocuSign, I find, the second everybody signs it, they all have a yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. Instantly. 
No, where's I my love copy? The fact that you see that they opened up the document, they viewed it, they've signed it. It's on to the next person in line. Like it really is great technology and just frustrating that it's taken something like this yep. to happen for it to become widely accepted as a professional way of conducting business. See, the, the tough part is the 50-year-olds and older, they, they do not like nope. doing it. Difficulty with... I don't want to sign it. You bring me the paper. Okay, no problem. And on that, and on they that do not note, like we should it. wrap up this episode. Um, thanks very much, everyone, for tuning in and keep the questions coming. Um, help us. Go ahead, Bundo. Help us help you stay informed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya. Out. Take care. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.